Nice. I guess that would be considered classic rock. Um, this is Mark and Brian. We are doing a reunion program as KLOS celebrates 50 years of broadcast. We are uh, uh, in the studio, uh, and Gary Moore uh, is uh, running our board. This is uh, Gary's showtime. This is his regular uh, time when he has his show, and he's busy. Uh, he's and he's helping us out so much because we don't have our tools. When we you do a show for twenty five years, you 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 develop a huge toolbox of sound effects and things you go to you go to, and and we don't have this. But and and, and Gary's making it so uh, easy to do this. And I want to tell you, and we only have, you know, because of your long stories, uh, an hour left. Um, I I want to tell you that I'm not sure what I expected of today. Um, uh, I was incredibly excited, a little terrified, um, um, but but I knew it was going to be this. Mm. Take on a life of its own, and we just do what we want to do. But I want to tell you, it is just—it's been such a joy for me to sit here and and have a ball. This I'd forgotten. How much how, how much fun this is agreed and we're surrounded by all kinds of stuff that we do need to talk about because the lovely parting gifts Laura has surrounded us not with all but many of the lovely parting gifts and we'll we'll oh, get into that in a moment but it is uniquely strange and odd Isn't it? that that we <laughs> here doing uh, this reunion program that there would be this crazy radio convention <laughs> Here we are. Uh, celebrate KLOS's 50th anniversary radio. We're doing a reunion show, radio, right. and right. then and then coming into town. I think it's this weekend. A radio convention. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And we happen to have new information about it. You're it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> go ahead, there you Radio convention. Ah, here we go. Need the music. This is the point in the program where, uh, which, by the way, we made our living doing this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We never pre-recorded anything, and Always it never, it, and it never went. Well, you got kind of recue it. That's the one. The yeah, that's all right. Uh, as I texted um, you, uh, Gary, uh, uh, yesterday or early evening yesterday, I said if if it's organized and if it's right. It's wrong. This is our show. Just just be loose and we'll have fun. Take two. Do you know what I find funny? <laughs> it's strange to me. Yeah. That here we are doing a reunion program. And did you I, I think we discussed this. There's a radio convention in town. That's right. I forgot all about that. Isn't that crazy? Well, that is what it is. <laughs> it's, a co- it's coincidental. It is is what it is. Right. And we happen to have more information about it. Cue Gary. Do you love radio or at least what's left of it? <laughs> and would you love to meet some of your favorite morning show radio teams live and in person in the ballroom of a La Quinta in Pomona? If so... Come on down to the 15th Annual Morning Show Convention this Saturday, Saturday, at the La Quinta in Pomona, unless the Comfort Suites in Bakersfield open up, which was our first choice. Yeah, see, we put down a deposit, uh, but when they when they ended up renting it to the gay biker gang from Sacramento, uh, but that's neither here nor there. The point is, 
all of your favorite morning show teams will be in attendance, including Taco and Watson, Vincent and Hedges, Dildo and the Wingman, Horny Jim and the Krusty Sock, Chaz and his unfortunate chocolate factory, Peggy and the Corpse Flower, Beer Belly Kelly and the Irish Curse, Bingo and Crotch Ride, Albino McCallahan and the Teabag Brigade, and many more. For just $2 or one Bed Bath & Beyond coupon, you can have a photo taken with some of the air personalities that made radio what it is today. Uh, personalities like Twix and Skittles, Denny and Stucky, Tweeter and the Monkey Man, Creepy Bert and that thing in his skirt, Gramps and the Tramp Stamps, Joaquin and the overly friendly Uber driver, Stacy Short and the Mueller Report, Molly and Ringwald, Flomax and Lipitor, Coffee Breath and the Rabbi, Steve Shart and the Tate Police, and dozens more. You know what they say, what happens at the Lakita in Pomona stays at the Lakita in Pomona. That is, until every morning show team in attendance, Facebooks, Instagrams, and tweets something the effect of, hey, look, everybody, we're not dead. Morning show teams like... Ball bag and bush meat. Gordito and Vasquez. Creepy Pete and a stinky feet. Jamie Lannister and the fart spray canister. Flop sweat and the janitor. Roscoe and the waffle. Captain Dave and the barn weasel. The bitch and the pimp. Uncle Pickles and his unwanted tickles. And three more. So if you love great morning show teams or just the kind of morning show radio that made you think, hey, I've got to listen to something while I'm driving to work, it might as well be this. Then come on down. To the 15th annual morning show convention this Saturday at the Laquita in Pomona. You know, you know what it is. Mm. Coincidence? That's what it is. Wow. It's crazy, strange how things work out that way. Um, so, you, you know, with with a sketch, uh, and it brings up the mini. Uh, we. When we started in, in in Birmingham, we would many times pre-record them. Uh, and one of the things about pre-recording is that you can do it, and you can do it, and you can do it uh, until it's perfect. But the one of the problems you run into is that you record it, and the energy is at an eight. But then the next day, you're doing a show live, and the show is at a ten, and you plug that in. And even though it may be funny, it kind of doesn't work as well as it would live. And so we decided we would do stuff live. We would have the sketch, we would have the music, we would have the sound effects. And our, our, our thought was, when it goes well, it's, it's funny. If the wheel comes off, then... It, it can be funnier. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to my uh, improvisation days. When, when, you're, when you're struggling on stage as a comedian or, mm -hmm. or doing whatever, um, the, the audience knows it before you do. And mm -hmm. the only thing you can do is just admit it and write it out and, and just go, yeah, I'm sucking. You know, and and so we had most uh, so much fun when the bits went south. A lot of them stayed north, but a lot of them went south. <laughs> and we we had so much fun, and sometimes more fun than if we would have done them smoothly. So there's there's one that uh, stayed with that stayed with. <laughs> hey, we're ready for that sketch again. Hey, you know what a coincidence? It's a crazy. It's crazy. It's a coincidence. It's nuts. <laughs> So um, there was there was one that we did, and, and it was just like everything else. We had the script, we had the sound effects, we had the music, but it just just we couldn't we couldn't hang on to her, and it, and it slipped away. And it's probably one of the most requested because we wound up having so much fun with it. Uh, it was a, a, a wonderful supermarket, uh, the meat department of a wonderful supermarket, uh, and and. Well 
Can I can interject? Because I've Please. been waiting for the perfect moment to interject this, and, and with all your talking, it's been hard. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, what many people didn't know is is the last, I don't know how many years, maybe eight, or I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Eric, but um, uh, Eric Alola uh, was my, uh, uh, my, my partner. We wrote, we wrote the sketches together. And um, it was such a great, he was a dear friend, and we became so close uh, as far as knowing what's funny, what's all, all this, uh, that he eventually married Priva. He, you know, met them on our show, and now they have two gorgeous kids. And um, I, and never, I don't think Gar- uh, 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 Eric really got the um, the props that he deserved. Uh, he is a brilliant comedian, and and the reason I bring this up now is because, as Mark said. This is the Kruger sketch, right? We're talking about. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that that some mornings I would come in because I had a, a busy night or something, and I, I I couldn't help or you know I didn't share the writing credits with Gary or with uh, uh, Eric, and he would just have a script there, and I hadn't seen it yet, and I those were really fun for me mm-hmm. because um, I didn't exactly know what it was going to be, and I just knew it was going to be incredible. I, and as I said earlier, um, Brian and Eric did these. And so I would never pre-read. Uh, I would mark, I would highlight my lines, but I never looked at them because I wanted the joke to be fresh. And uh, uh, memory, because, uh, you know, they would have it, and then Brian would look at the sketch throughout the morning and would make changes, and then it would be retyped. Mm-hmm. And we were, <laughs> one morning, we're in the middle of one, and I'm doing it, and we ran into a thing where you were waiting for me to say a line, right. and I'm looking at my script, and it's not there. <laughs> Eric walks in the room live and just takes the script out of my hand. He gave it to... <laughs> I, I'm innocent here. The wrong one, yeah. Okay. But with that in mind, uh, every year uh, we would do your favorite top ten Mark and Brian moments. And every year this one was either in the top five or it was number one. And I think the reason why is fairly obvious. Here is Kruger Meat Department. There are so many reasons to shop at Kruger's supermarket that it's impossible to choose the best one. Is it our huge selection of fruits and vegetables? Is it our incredibly large frozen food aisle? Or is it our unsurpassed selection of canned soups? Well, if you ask most folks, they'll tell you the best reason to shop at Kruger is our award-winning meat department. Yes, we take great pride in serving you the juiciest cuts of meat that money can buy at prices that are impossible to beat. A lot of people ask us how we can serve such tender cuts of beef and chicken day in, day out like we do. Well, the key is in the killing. Because our butchers who work in the Kruger's meat department, it's not just a job for them. They actually hate animals. (laughs) Yes, at Kruger's, our butchers use the bluntest objects that they can find (laughs) to silence and eventually kill the animals that we serve you in order to drag out the animals' pain and make them suffer for as long as they possibly can. You see, at Kruger's, we kill our animals with extreme malice, and it makes a difference for a taste you can love. (laughs) Sometimes we'll even shout insults. We'll even shout insults at the animals and taunt them as they lie there waiting to die. And that only seems to make their meat juicier. 
and more tender. It's the extra effort that we put into slaughtering our animals that sets Kruger apart. Sure, we don't need to use a guillotine to kill our cattle, but when you're eating one of our delicious hamburgers, you'll be glad that we didn't show those stupid cows any mercy. <laughs> <laughs> the fact is, our butchers chose a low-paying, unfulfilling career with no chance of advancement. And there's nothing they love more than taking out their anger on a poor, innocent animal that they're paid to kill. <laughs> hey, it's not our fault that cows can't run away and chickens can't defend themselves. No, our job is simply to slaughter animals in the most inhumane manner possible and then sell you their flesh at a price that fits your budget. <laughs> so, stop on by the Kruger Meat Department today, because if it doesn't say Kruger on the package, then the animal just didn't suffer enough. Huh? Ah, uh, uh, that is just pure Eric, man. That that was that was wonderful. <laughs> That's very nice. Ah, it was painful, painful, painful. <laughs> Hard to recover from. All right, so now we do have uh, where did Rita go right when we need her? Uh, because the Disney event is coming up, and we do have some young people that are on the phone that we're going to be going to. We've given away not one but two pairs of tickets to the wonderful Disney event that's going to be taking place, shockingly, at Disneyland. So if really, so if you uh, have a talented kid and he's um, 10 years or younger, 10 years old or younger, call 800-955-KLOS. Um, I don't know the specific reason why. Uh, I think I know, but uh, the phone system uh, has uh, is work. Half of it is working. And the website where people can listen live, is it back up? I think it's back up now. But we crashed it in the iHeartRadio app. <laughs> the apps are crashed. Uh, really? <laughs> Thanks. Here is my favorite. Wow. I think it's back up. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's wow, go with cool. They're what, working on it. Let's go with what we got. Uh, uh, Gary, we're going to go with line three. Wait, are we starting the, uh, the kid talent here? We, we can. Well, we got we, a theme song to play then. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's sorry, Steve. Yeah, it's the... Uh, <laughs> which one is Jesus Loves the Little Children. Oh, everything. And then you got to go with presidents for telling uh, which one. Well, we don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, you'll love it. you look forward to it. It Hi. is kid talent. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's start out with, I think it's Raina. Raina is, is three. Is this mom or dad? This is dad. Hi, Dad. Uh, so you really want to go to Disneyland, huh? Yes. Yes. Okay, Raina. All right. So, Raina, what do you know? Uh, well, of course you know. Uh, what are you going to be doing for us today, Raina? Hmm. She's singing Itty Bitty Spider. Okay. That's a good, that's a good right. job, Raina. Cool. Thank yeah. you. Um, that's uh, not the whole song, but okay. <laughs> All right, so we'll come back to you, Raina. Stay right there because we do have two pairs of tickets to the fantastic event. We're going to be going to line five. Line five, talk to Caroline. Uh, good morning, Caroline. Say hi. Hi. Hi, Caroline. Hi. Coraline. What are you going to be doing for your talent, Caroline? Say, sing it. Uh, sing. 
Oh, good. Uh, what are you going to be singing, Coraline? About Disneyland. Oh, and is this a song that we know, or did you make this up? I made this up. You okay. wrote a song? Okay, Caroline, let's hear your original song. Four-hour show, Dare. Oh. Oh, big finish. Yo, that was awesome! Hey, you put yourself into that one. That, do you yeah. do you want to be a famous music singing star when you grow up? Yes. Yes. All right. Who's your favorite singer? Jimmy uh, Hendrix. Wow. Jimmy Hendrix. Did your daddy just tell you to say that? I could hear him whisper it. <laughs> no. All right. Well, hang on there, Caroline. Beautiful job. Let us go to line eight and talk to Emma. Good morning, Emma. Good morning. Uh, Emma, how Good old? Good afternoon. Sorry. Good that was that was a... Good morning. Emma, how old are you? I'm eight. You're eight. Eight. Yeah. Uh, do you have any brothers and sisters? I have two brothers and one sister. And how old are your two brothers? 18 and 12. Okay, mm. which one of your brothers do you not like? Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's how we feel about it, too. We're in the so, same boat. So, Emma, you want to go to Disneyland, right? Yes. And you have a joke, it says here? You, you want to tell us a joke? Yes. Okay, let's hear the joke. What does one saggy boob say to the other saggy boob? I don't know. What does one saggy boob say to the other <laughs> saggy boob, uh, eight-year-old Emma? If we don't get some support, people would think we're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you write that yourself? That's... <laughs> uh, now, uh, Emma, um, I'm wondering, so now you're eight, and, and you have that joke, and that was very, very funny. Um Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, I probably should leave it here. Uh, but, well, that was very funny, so I will. Uh, did you read that joke somewhere? You didn't make it up, but did you read that somewhere? What, what? I read it on my grandma's phone. You, you, you read it on your grandma's what? My grandma's phone. Oh, you read it on your grandma's phone. Does, All right. Does your grandma have saggy boobs, Emma? <laughs> No. No. <laughs> See, we are afraid. bouncing on I was lost afraid, up I was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, hey, respect and, and, and props. Uh, listen, Emma, stay right there. Uh, everybody, listen now. You've got to make a decision here because mm -hmm. we only got two pairs. And Mark and Brian are not judging. It's uh, uh, right. Rita and, 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 and up, Gary and, and oh, Laura and, <laughs> and, of course, Keith. Let's go to, let's go to line seven. Uh, is your name Kiani? Yes. Hi, how old are you? I'm nine. Nine years old. Uh, are we pissing you off all of a sudden? You got a little attitude with her. I'm nine. Yes. <laughs> Sorry to uh, disturb you. So, Kiyani, where do you where do you live? 
Santa Ana. Santa Ana. And you're nine? Yes. And do you have a joke you want to tell us? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's hear the joke. What's Batman's favorite fruit? I don't know. What is Batman's favorite fruit? Banana. All right. Very, very nice. Wow. That is very nice. That is so good. All right. Well, thank you, Kiana. Kiani, uh, you hang on the... By, by the way, uh, doesn't matter. He already... Did you hang up? Okay. Uh, let us go to uh, Madison on line six. Uh, Madison, how hi. Welcome to the program, Madison. Good afternoon. Hootie hoo, boys. Wow. Oh, there mm. she is. <laughs> I was going to say, it says eight. Um, hi, Madison. You are eight years old? Yeah. Uh-huh. And what grade are you in? Second. Uh-huh. Do you have a favorite subject in school? Uh, history. Uh-huh. And what's your favorite food? I don't know. Noodles? Tough question. Uh, Madison, do you have a boyfriend? No, a friend that's a boy, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's... You in your place. Uh, right. I mean, no question about it. Uh -huh. Certainly did. A boy that's my friend. Uh, and you want to go to Disneyland? Yeah. All right. Well, we want you to. Let's, let's hear you sing. What are you going to sing for us? Titanium. <laughs> All right, uh, Madison, then then school us. We'd love to hear your talent. Eight-year-old Madison now with Titanium. You threw me down, but I won't fall. I am Titanium. Show me down, but I won't fall. I am Titanium. Told you one, two, three, four, five, six thousand times. And I am titanium. I can't get knocked over. Cause I am on the ground, standing out and tall. Yeah. It's a long song. It's oh, she's done. Madison, great <laughs> job. Beautiful voice. You, you keep that up. You'll be a star someday. All right, now, before a decision is made. Um, we do have one other. Let's go to line four, Gary, mm -hmm. uh, because apparently let's talk to Sally. Sally, good afternoon. Say hi, Sally. Hi, hi Sally. You're four years old? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Sally, uh, what, what, uh, what is your talent today for Disneyland tickets? What are you going to do? Top shining. What? Shining. shining, like a shining impression, do you mean? The movie. Okay, oh, I so, see. so Sally, four, apparently loves Shining with Chet Nicholson. <laughs> Way to go, Dad. Good parenting. And, and she now is going to share her impression of the movie The Shining. Here we go. Good luck, Sally. What is your impression? Daddy, now you and the noise went up. <laughs> that is so creepy. Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sally, hang on. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. And well done. So now, uh, that's... that's. I think we should... Uh, uh, are we done with it? I think we're done with it? Yes. Okay, so I think Mark and I should choose one, and we choose the saggy boob joke. <laughs> and... 
Laura and, of course, the lovely, the talented Rita Wilde will choose the second pair of Disneyland ticket winner. Good luck. They're huddling up. So while they're thinking, let us go to uh, line eight, and we'll give away the first pair. Line eight. Uh, Emma? Yeah? You win a pair of Disneyland tickets. Yay! (laughs) Well, you told a really funny joke, so thank your grandma. Okay, you hang on, and we'll uh, we'll get you those those tickets. Good good conversation. Uh, well, all right, Laura and Rita, who wins the second and final pair? I was going to vote for the joke too. So yeah, I, me too. I, that's too bad. That's why we did first. So Laura's going to. Uh, we're going with Coraline and her song about Disneyland. Let's go to line five, okay. and we'll talk to Coraline, the made-up song about Disneyland. Uh, hi, hi, Coraline. How are you? Good. Well. Uh, the song that you made up about Disneyland was deemed very, very good. You win a pair of tickets to Disneyland. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Could have used a, a happier kind of response from that. You just kind of were flat mm-hmm. there. So go ahead and uh, give us an excited, like you're really excited about it. Yeah, that's that's you so excited. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> made her day. Nervous. Well, thank you, Coraline. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening and enjoy Disneyland. And be sure to join KLOS at Disney California Adventure Park for a special Disney After Dark Superhero Universe on April 30th. We'll take a uh, short little break and get get this before we go. Uh, I just looked up the clock. Mm -hmm. We have only 30 minutes to go. Yeah. Yeah, we do. This thing zipped by. It did, and you know, you, we get to what we can and had a good time, and you know, the phones went out, and then the thing went out. But that's fine. That's fine because we have a lot of stuff yet to be done. If you do have a comment you want to make, as soon as uh, we uh, get the wonderful children uh, off of the phones, Jesus loves little children. One eight hundred nine five 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 six seven. We will return right after this. It is the Mark and Brian reunion show on 95.5 KLOS. Yeah, you're all right. Radio professional. All right. Good job. Uh, welcome to uh, welcome back to the Mark and Brian Radio Program. Uh, it's unbelievable that I'm about. To, hey, stop throwing stuff, Gary. Man. Hey, That's Gary. Professional, Gary. Let me explain something. Is. Whenever anything is thrown at a broadcaster, it is thrown by Mark and Brian. <laughs> you don't retaliate. His two promos he was doing here uh, uh, live just a second ago. We were throwing everything we could find at him. Water bottles. Lovely party guest. Um, where was I? What was I going to say? It was really good, whatever it was. It was funny. No question. Um, I, here's one of my favorites. Speaking of shenanigans, uh-huh. uh, we were. this is old building. Chuck was about to do the news. Chuck had stepped out of the room for a second. <laughs> there was one commercial left in the break, and then news live. Brian walks into Chuck's newsroom and took the news with him. <laughs> Chuck runs in. There's the uh, the news music, and Chuck had... <laughs> and then Brian read it on the thing. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, it was an interesting newscast, that Brian. Uh, we have, get this, now this actually really was a coincidence, mm-hmm. uh, but we have sticks tickets to give away. This was uh, kind of a running joke through the years uh, that, that we'd always have sticks. They were always in town, and, you know, I love them and stuff, but, you know, sticks tickets. So that so listeners would start saying that at the end of every conversation. Sticks tickets. So, um uh, we got, we have them to give away. So call 
uh, KLOS and get on the phone with us, and then we'll try. How many pairs do we have, Reeds? Or Laura? Two? Two. 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 Two, wait, two pairs? I wish you could have heard this conversation going to lunch today after we did the KTLA thing. How many pairs of Disney tickets, Lauren? Two. But like one, two, or like two, two pairs? No, she go like two. Okay, so two what? Two pairs of one, two, and it went on and on. It was ridiculous. Um, so with it was a long day today and a welcome day. Um, and we had the honor of running into uh, three, many people, but three. Um, that were, uh, we felt, integral in Mark and Brian. And the first uh, was um, Steve Edwards. Uh, Steve Edwards hosted many, many years on Channel 11, uh, began on KBC uh, television and welcomed us. And then when he went to Channel 11, welcomed us. Big TV personality and worked for years. And every he, he would... Almost bend over backwards for anything we needed to do. We could break in on his televised show. Right. We could do anything. And he was like, he got it. He was like, yeah, come on. And we ran into him today. And it was so great to see him. Uh, and then we went to KTLA. Uh, they're still going strong. Five hours live a day they're broadcasting. And whenever we would go over to KTLA and just bust in, we were always welcomed by two guys. Mark Kresge. Mm. And he's still going strong. Yeah. And Sam Rubin, still going strong. Yep. They have always welcomed us, and it did not fall on, on blind eyes or deaf ears. Much, much appreciated. We told them that in person, but saying that now, those guys embraced us and, and very much appreciated. And a quick story. Uh, of uh, We were talking about our birthday shows. And uh, one this th now I'm from a very small farm town of 2,000 people in Illinois. Um, not a big Hispanic uh, population there. So uh, I'd never heard of... My birthday falls on Cinco de Mayo. Mm -hmm. I'd never heard of Cinco de Mayo. So it's my birthday show, uh, our first year here, May 5th, and I'm driving to work knowing that you prepared a birthday show for me, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm a block away from the station in my car, and I start seeing mariachi bands kind of tuning up and uh, dancers with beautiful colored dresses kind of milling around on both sides of the road and pinatas hanging and i honestly thought this mark what'd you do <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard of it <laughs> didn't know what secret of Maya was <laughs> uh, so yeah um uh, uh it's my birthday coming up uh on, on may 5th ask, ask, set up ask me uh, any plans uh, so, with your birthday, do you have any plans going hey, thanks on? thanks for asking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure, but I'm thinking of um, uh, throwing myself a surprise party. So, I might, I might, so, so hush. Okay, I don't want to, absolutely, don't want to, you wanted to know about that. Um, now, we were big uh, NFL football fans. I'm assuming you still are cheering for your Chicago oh, huge. Bears. Never, never been bigger. Uh, and, and there was a playoff game the Atlanta Falcons were in. This was... Uh, early 90s, mm -hmm. late 80s, uh, and the Atlanta Falcons won this playoff game. The head coach at that time was Dan... Um, um, doesn't matter. Moriarty? Head, head, no. Mm -hmm. Head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. So they do the press conference at the end of the game. Divine? Uh, no. And they, they, they said, so how does it feel? Haggerty. <laughs> Dan Haggerty. If Dan Haggerty was ever the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, I'm going to be shocked. So... So now, obviously, when a coach or a player thanks uh, God, uh, that's expected. There's a lot of that, and, and, and God love him for that. But 
this head coach just kept going with it live. Just won a playoff game, and he just kept doing it. Dan Reeves. Dan Reeves. That's the guy. Okay. Cool guy. So both Brian and I saw that. And the next day we came in, and this is kind of what we talked about. It was all organic, and we started yapping about that, that that he just couldn't stop. And organically, we started kind of discussing, and then Brian starts going with a thing and, and doing it. And so then out came this, this character, and we spoke to the Reverend Faircloth <laughs> on many, many occasions. But there was one that really kind of stuck out. Now, for, for myself, I want you to listen to this because you can tell. So Brian had the sketch in front of him with the, the words that he was going to say. But you can listen where he, he leaves the script. <laughs> and he Which start, I did most of the time. <laughs> and, and, so he leaves the script. And he starts going off on Lord, baby, Jesus, the cloth, the thing. <laughs> and my favorite moment out of this particular one is where you were off and you were out there. And I'm hanging on for dear life here. Yeah. And right in the middle, let me get my point out here. <laughs> All right. So so of the Reverend Faircloths, and those of you that have never heard, it, you, you'll enjoy. This is the uh, Paris Hilton was at her height. And Reverend Faircloth decided to come and join us on the Mark and Brian program. Good morning, uh, Reverend Faircloth. Praise the Lord. Jesus, praise the Lord in your soul for the phone. Whoever invented it with Thomas Edison, God bless that. Jesus, blessed to touch the Thomas Edison to make the phone to make it possible for me to call in and bless everyone over the airwaves. Who invented, I don't know, Marconi with the radio. I don't, bl but blessing Jesus, the, I bless Jesus. I bless Jesus. And thank you. And bless you, Reverend Faircloth. Taking my call. Bless you. Now, now we're talking. Got a double blessed, long distance love with the blessed, the Jesus Lord. The Jesus is Lord, and the Lord is Jesus. And my blessings go out to all you out there. Now, despite that sluttish socialite's tequila fueled transgressions, I'm praying for that whore <laughs> known as Paris Hilton and hope she finds salvation in a state slammer. Bless you, center of flesh. God, you got beautiful skin. Lord, baby Jesus. Oh, baby Jesus had skin of loveliness with a halo around it, but she's got no halo. She is the liquor of Lucifer. Sinning bitch, the Lord God, baby Jesus. Now, now make no mistake, I, I do not support pardoning that hard party in Paris, she of the fake blonde hair, anorexic boy butt, and, and neatly shorn hoo-hoo is evidence in that devil's DVD, known to the world as one night in Paris, Moses on a mountain, take off your sandals on account of you're going to be writing out your finger with the God on the Ten Commandments, Jesus Lord is up there with that burning freaking bush jesus god i love the lord and i love everyone and let me get my point out here oh baby jesus oh baby jesus love jesus now now my point is we must all pray 
We must all pray for that shallow skank salvation for we are all God's children and the kingdom of heaven opens its gates unto thee and the Lord God, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Did you see the knob polishing that went on in that hotel room? My good goodness, God, I bless the, the maids who had to come in there and scrape off that wall. Oh, Lord. Oh. Oh, hey, here's a memo to Paris, bless you. Mm -hmm. A memo to Paris. Driving drunk is not hot. Not. Violating probation is a felonous baloney, and you deserve to be traded for a pack of smokes to a gangbanger named Carlita with a tattoo on her ass that says, Property of Julio, who will hug you and spank you and kiss you and smack you and put the stank on it, and it will be good Noah's Ark in the rain, two by two, coming with the Lord, because they need to save the baby animal. Don't let that unicorn on. He's got a high heart one. God bless you, Jesus Christ. I bless my Lord, and I'm blessing your Lord, because your Lord is my Lord, and God is filling me up down deep and making my tingle. Good God Almighty, Lord, the Jesus, nor Lord God, more, more Lord Jesus. Now, I can only imagine the suffering that poor wayward harlot will endure behind the bars of a woman's prison and the abuses she will suffer at the hands of those hardened criminals who will see her as some fresh, innocent meat that needs to be seasoned and tender with every object imaginable. Oh, Lord, God, spank it, film it, make a billion dollars. I can't do it. I can't do it without the Lord. You can't. Bless you. Bless you, Who am I talking to? Mark and Brian. Good God, Jesus, Lord, bless you. Man, my Jesus is hot today. My Jesus is hot. My Jesus is on fire. My Lord God, he's so hot right now. He's so hot, that Jesus. Now, better, now Paris better, better watch her back because I'm going to tell you something. It'll get hairy and solitary. <laughs> It'll be hard in the prison yard. They'll show her power in that all-girl shower. The guards won't hear you when you scream in the cafeteria. Oh, God, Lord, even bless that one, even though that wasn't that one good. Jesus, baby, Lord, God, I'm filling it up now, filling it up. Are you feeling the tingle? Absolutely right. Oh, my nipples are hard as rocks. Now, let me tell you something. Not even a coked-up Nicole Ritchie could cook up the sadistic pleasure surely to be exercised upon her by her jailmates with much less money and much more badunk dunk Cushion for the pushing. Gotta be jilly, because Jim, don't shake like that. Try to measure the pleasure in cell block B, because that stands for party ass. You slut. You bills above, bitch. Oh, good God, you're going to burn and rot in the hell. So enjoy it now. Enjoy it now. Enjoy it now. Bless you, Lord. I pray for you, I do. I can only visualize that tough love that her cellmate will visit upon that slight, fair-skinned Paris, who may have fooled around with some other chicks on a dare or a drunken game of grab-ass at Sky Bar, but who has never known the fine line between pleasure and pain or being broken down like a naughty pony and then ridden around wearing only spurs, and those spurs are best looking up there by your ears. You know who I'm talking about, Lucifer Licker, slut, slut of salvation. You just turn around. You just baptize yourself in the toilet bowl, you skank. Now, let me tell you something. I weep for Paris Hilton. I cry for you, Paris. I pray for you, Paris. I think of you, Paris, sitting in that jail, and it's a good thing my short pants shrunk up in the dryer because there's no room for little Joe Down Baker to stand up and say, Hallelujah, man, Jesus, Lord, in your butt. I'm just saying, good God, Lord. 
Bless you, everyone, and bless the man who put her behind bars. Bless you. God, Jesus, Lord God, and bless you, Christ, Lord of the Jesus. <laughs> bless you, Reverend. Bless Fairclough. you. And good talking to you as always. Bless you as always. Good God, Lord, man, I gotta go and do something. Disturbing, wasn't it? God. Oh, and not that it's connected in any way, obviously, to that. But uh, this Sunday, uh, just real quick, I wanted to tell you, I was, I was, uh, I'm still walking ten feet off the ground because of this. Mm. Um, my best friend Dan, mm. uh, who you met, he was. Oh, I have he, wonderful guy. Uh, he lives in Indiana now with his wonderful family. Um, um, five kids, uh, six kids now. Jeez. I have any lot of kids, Jeez. but uh, one of them is Joey, uh, Joe Moyerity, and uh, he uh, is my godson. Mm. Well, Joey now is a, is an architect, and he asked this wonderfully beautiful woman named uh, Emily, who they've been to my house, hot, Woo. Mm. Uh, to uh, marry. So they're engaged. Mm. So they call me Sunday. Dan goes, "Hey, uh, Joe and Emily are here, and they're having a." Uh, a party he's grilling steaks so they're like 20 they're they're irish catholics so there's 187 oh my god <laughs> and they're having they're having this thing and um and uh, so they get on the phone and i'm on speakerphone and and joe goes listen you can say no if you want it, it, take time to think about it but if it's a no just believe me believe me it's okay if you don't want to but emily and i were wondering if you would officiate our wedding, mm -mm. if I would marry them. Mm. So I'm, I'm going to, unlike uh, Jodon there, uh, you know, <laughs> it's not going to be that guy. Uh, but uh, I'm still walking. What an honor that was for oh, me. Sure. So I'm going to, as, as far as getting ordained, every sitcom I've ever seen, you can do it in five minutes. That's what I hear. So I'm going to be, uh, you know, a Pastor Brian or whatever you want to call me. Dude, listen, good luck. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't even imagine where one would begin with that kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. But you just step up and hope for the best, I would think. Yeah, looking forward to it. But that was, that was uh, maybe I should bring a little Joe Don. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a Reverend. different ceremony. Yeah, I'm maybe, maybe that. Uh, a couple of things that we should bring up because we're, boy, we're close. Oh, boy. Um, so, the stories this time. so the, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only one, yeah. um, the drunk shows, uh, they began as, uh, a thing involved with the cops where we would do mothers against drunk driving and we would starting at six, we would take a shot of tequila and the whole concept was we're going to get drunk. We're going to take a shot each break and periodically the cops will do a breathalyzer and will tell us, or the audience, okay, Brian just blew a point eight. If we pulled him over at this point, uh, we he would lose his license. He would go to jail. We had a lawyer, an attorney there. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing. It was actually pretty great. We got an award from uh, the Mothers Against Drunk Driving, a plaque. I'm still so proud of that. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it was, but we would drink a shot every one of our segments. Oh, yeah. No, we were we were we're talking about by the end of a show. And whenever Rita was running the board, it was the worst because she would say, oh, boy, she would so say, sorry, Rita. yeah, I mean, we would take it for you because I, I would say uh, you'd say, do we take a shot? And I'd, just to be a bitch, I'd say, no, you haven't yet. And we would do, oh, too. So. So now now, Gary, imagine at the end of a show, we were 20 to if Reed was there, 20 to 22, 23 shots of tequila. But here was the fun. So the cop thing we talked about, they would do the breathalyzer. But we, our quest was to do the show as we would normally do it, sketches and bits and phone calls, just plastered. Mm -hmm. And then 
teach the community exactly what it is. All right. So I don't remember how this happened, but um, Wings star went on to Spider-Man. Um, actor joined us from Dan Wing- Haggerty. <laughs> um, Th- Thomas Hayden Church. Oh, he's great. Okay. I love that guy. For some reason, he was on our show that day, and he decided to join us in drinking this, right. this thing. So we, he is as plowed as we are. By the way, he had to be at work at Wings at 10 a.m., and he is as plowed as we are. We hop in the Mark and Brian Mobile, and we head down to Carl's Jr., the home of Bozo Show. <laughs> <laughs> and we walked in live on the air. Carl's Jr. had no idea we were coming. And as drunk as we were, we climbed over the counter of Carl's Jr. and began eating hamburgers and french fries out of the vat where they put them. We just started mowing. Can you see the pattern that's developing here between alcohol, Mark and Brian, and Carl's Jr.? Yes, I can. (laughs) And again, it's still there. You can drive by and see it. Yes, it is. But... You know, of all the it, we, people bring up the drunk shows a lot uh, because it was fun. We were a, as drunk as we could be and still trying to do the show, and yet at the same time doing a good thing because then, it, w- along with it being Mothers Against Drunk Driving, didn't we start doing it on Cinco de Mayo? St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, so the LAPD completely bought into it. It was always the same cops and the same attorney. The worst, incredibly bad radio. I mean, seriously, it was, it got to the point the last couple hours, it was hideous radio, but you couldn't stop listening to it. Do we have a clip over there? I don't remember if somebody put. Yes, there is a drunk show. Oh, all right. Uh, let's just. Not sure how long we can play this. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, we'll, we'll just do a little. We'll see where we go. So okay. here's, we're almost done. Yeah. Okay, so do just a clip. We'll yeah. hear a clip. Well, Elvis. Oh, good oh. <laughs> How you doing, King? Uh, what? I <laughs> <laughs> do there, Biggie. What's going on at Grayson Geek? Why, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, Grayson Geek. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I think it's a good thing what you're doing there. You know, uh, you know a lot of people drinking around. You know, it was like a little Elvis chippy. I like, I, like, I like to give a little Elvis tip here. Hey, <laughs> Jose, I ain't catching much of your day, Dom. Uh, all right, well, I ain't catching much either. <laughs> well, uh, we, we don't have time yeah. to play the whole thing, but um, that, that that's just the kind of, of dis, just horrible radio uh, that those shows turned into be. The first couple hours weren't bad. You know, we were yeah. happy. We were happy drunks or happy tipsy. That one was deep in the show. That was like the fourth hour. Yeah, we thought we were killing. Uh, that's the thing. We wouldn't shut up. The first one we did, we had limos pick us up after the show. You got a limo to take mm-hmm. you home. Limo takes me home. Now, this is before, you know, everybody had uh, uh, cell phones or, or whatever, and this limo in the back had a telephone. So I thought, oh, sure. cool! Oh, and, and as you do, I just started drunk dialing my friends back in Birmingham. I called Illinois. I called all these places. And I didn't think a thing about it. The next day, I come in, and I get a bill for $378 <laughs> yeah. from the limo company. And, of course, him. What's this? 
<laughs> I didn't remember that. We got to give away at least one pair of sticks tickets. So let's go to line five. The, the phones are packed, but we'll we'll do this really quick because just for tradition, we got to mm-hmm. give away some sticks tickets. Of course we do. Uh, this is Liz. there's no name. Liz. Oh, Liz. Liz, how are you? Okay, thanks, Liz. You want tickets? <laughs> Stick tickets to you. Uh, and then the other real quick mention, the yeah. drive-ins. Uh, my favorite were the Halloween. Yeah, we would yeah. do a couple of Halloween, uh, bring the kids, and we would show a kid-friendly movie first and then a really scary one, and the kids would trick-or-treat car to car. And everybody was dressed up. It was a really wonderful, warm-feeling, great night. So yeah. super good. Uh, so so really, guys, that's, that's it. Um, we want to thank again... Uh, the program director of KLOS, Keith, for inviting us to be a part of this as KLOS celebrates 50 years of fantastic broadcast. And uh, thanking Keith, we, we must uh, um, enormously thank Rita, who was sort of the liaison uh, between uh, getting us in here and, 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 and it just... Eliazan, that's the wrong name. Liaison. Liaison. I did my own thing in reverse. Uh, so uh, Rita Wild and the incredible wouldn't be here today, sitting here if it weren't for Laura Switchboarder Laura. Yay! We, uh, Yay. you know, we can't we can't say that enough. Laura was uh, when we first got to KLOS, we asked what's the phone number because we like taking phone calls, and KLOS didn't know it because they had never taken phone calls. Somebody looked it up, and we promoted it, and the phone started ringing. And Laura volunteered to come in. This woman worked a nine to five. She came in for years. There was no payment. And she answered phones for us until night. And then she went to work. Uh, This woman took it upon herself to launch this campaign about getting Mark and Brian into the Radio Hall of Fame. All of the work that goes into submitting for something like that, you can't even... And she's doing this along with being a teacher. Mm. And, And then... She gets us involved with the KLOS 50th anniversary and all the stuff and that's got to go along yeah. there. So, Laura, honestly, and we've said it and we've said it, and we'll say it again. Thank you so much for all the effort and the time that you put into it. I know it is a love for you, though, and and the love is back from both of us to you. So thank you. Thanks, You're Marie. Welcome. Um, and uh, I'm not going to say that. It was going to be. Very- <laughs> <laughs> Gary, thank you for letting us invade. Yeah, man. Thanks. It's, it's your house here, man. We appreciate you letting us sit here. Well, thank you, guys. I want to just say from me and from everybody that works here and, and a number of listeners, thank you for everything. All them Christmas shows, mm-hmm. all those great Christmas shows, all the holiday parades, the birthday celebrations, the, the, the football punishments, mm. the celebrity guests, the hourly comedy getting a damn cow in the general manager's office, <laughs> all oh, of yeah. that stuff. Thank well. you for, for the work. If you've never done a morning show, if you've never gotten up at 3 or 3.30 in the morning to come in and be funny and be entertaining, you don't know how hard it is. It's damn hard, and I appreciate all the work you did to make this station be here in its 50th year. Thank um, you. And, and we so kind of you to have us in and, and the station, but um, look, there's too many people to thank. This wasn't... This wasn't that kind of a show, but we really are remiss if we don't mention the Frank Sontags, uh, yes. the uh, the Priva's um, uh, genius Stu, who did a lot of stuff. He's still yeah. here. Um, a Mike Sherry, a Kelly, Kelly. Yeah, I Kelly. Mean, uh, uh, unbelievable. Um, uh, and then uh, all the switchboarders and and Danny running our board, Roxanne, Elizabeth, Mike. I'm forgetting. I'm not forgetting, but we just don't have time to thank them all. Right, but Eric, and thank you, Skylar. Uh, oh yeah, I thought we were going to talk to Skylar. Yeah. Okay, so oh, well. dial him up. Um, Brian, time, Brian had a joke that was hysterical because it's true. He once said on the show, 
We do the show for free. They pay us all that money to get up at 3.30. <laughs> that's true. And that's really, honestly, yeah. once you've had coffee and a shower, you're good. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah. But it's that first five <sighs> minutes of that alarm going off. I had now you did the you did the 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 punch the the timer what do you call it uh, alarm snooze. clock snooze. yeah snooze bar yeah I didn't do that I had to put the alarm because if I did I'd never this make it this is so funny I put the alarm clock across the room yep. on the way to the shower and I had a backup so it would go off I had to get out of bed to turn off the alarm to then get in the shower and had it not been for that I would have never made it. This guy was a was a snoozer. Well, I you do what woke me up was doing calculus because I would I would put like five minutes and like okay this is nine minutes if I push the bar now I was seventeen I won't shower <laughs> but wait I just wear what That's I wore so yesterday true. and then you're doing that calculus so and you're figuring out. Uh, oh, we're, we're late. We know. We, oh, we got Skyward. Oh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, with us on the phone for the Mark and Brian reunion show, uh, our traffic guy. It is Scott Reif, the Skylord from KLOS, hey, man. Los so Angeles. To be with you guys, I've been listening since four, and you're sounding great. Uh, Skylord, so you couldn't make it at three. <laughs> we started at three. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Sorry about that. And now, I know you saved the best for last, so I appreciate that. Well, Scotty was with us for many, many years and always involved himself in the shenanigans with his with his helicopter and so many wonderful times and wonderful things went on with this guy. But I gotta tell you this. I was here in town about probably a year ago. Oh, we're always in town to see the kids. And there was a car chase. And Skylord was covering it. And I got to tell you, Scott, you, and I texted you, you are you the best yeah. anywhere. Amen. I, 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 listen, dude, I got to tell you, in Charlotte, this was this past week, there was a car chase. Within yeah. three minutes of the helicopter covering the car, the helicopter lost it. So you, if you want to make a million bucks, come to Charlotte and do that crap. <laughs> That'd be nice. I wouldn't have to get up at 2.45 in the morning, but uh, <laughs> thank you so very much. You know, honestly, I wouldn't be doing that if it wasn't for you guys. I mean, that is absolutely the truth. If you wouldn't have taken me in when uh, I walked into that guard shack and given me the job, I just wouldn't be doing this now. So I'm just really fortunate I got to work with you guys, and, uh, you know, I'm still doing it. I'm still working for ABC TV, so... I'm just so fortunate. Nobody did it better, man. And because of you and your car chase uh, reports, when there was one, I am talk about a guilty pleasure. I life stops. <laughs> life stops. If the car chase is on, right. you know, I could be doing the most important thing in the world. Like, and I feel so cheesy and so <laughs> dirty. Well, I can't I, take my eyes off it. Well, I hear you. And when I heard you were doing the reunion, uh, you know, show, I thought, well. God, I'll get a helicopter, right? And we'll do a skin for sky just one last time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the FAA and my wife called and said, no, you're not. <laughs> well, those of you that don't know a skin for sky. Now, keep in mind, here we were, Mark and Brian. We've got this helicopter because at that point it was just us. And it's up. Let's do some fun things. Let's do a skin oh, for sky. And a skin for sky, a woman or women would call, give him their location. <laughs> she would go out on the balcony of her apartment or home. Or on the roof. And take it yep. off. And Skylord, this is a great way to use a thousand dollars an hour with helicopter. He would. This will never happen ever again in the history of any time, anywhere, where you're going to get a helicopter to do whatever you want, whenever you want it. It was. Me. It was. Nobody awesome. has that money. And he would fly and give us a play-by-play -play of what he was seeing yep. and what they were yep. doing. That right, was well, just awesome. So you know, ninety percent of them sucked. I couldn't see a thing. <laughs> by the time I got close enough to find out, most of the girls were just, you know, 
not what I described to you. Well, and then, of course, I don't know if you guys remember this, close to the last of them, because there was a lot of people that just weren't tolerating that any longer as far as, you know, you're flying too low. Mm. And, uh, you know, you guys called me and you said there were two Playboy bunnies on top of the studio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your call? Do you remember <laughs> well, this? Yeah, I I'm do. still scarred from that one. And, then, of course, the closer <laughs> I got, I'm like, you know, you got to kind of make it up as you go, right? Because you can't get that close. You can't see that much detail. <laughs> so I'm like, God, they look great. There's these two hot blondes on top of the building. I'm getting closer. Damn, they look good. My goodness. They start taking their clothes off. And as soon as I get close enough to get a good look, it's you two bozos with rings on, stocking, showing me your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You've got to be kidding me. Brilliant. And one other thing that happened that you guys probably don't realize, that you were out there on the back of the old studio with a potato launcher. Sure. Oh, God. That damn thing almost hit me. Oh, God. Now, to this day, when I reflect on what might have happened. Oh, God. I mean, I turned tail and got out of there as quick as I could, but I saw the potato. So think about that. that I'm hovering over you guys in this helicopter, and you shoot that potato launcher, and I see the potato. The potato's on the side of a baseball, but that's how close it was. Oh, my God. Dude, Did can you, you imagine? We, I, I would have died. We the did not be over. We, my heirs would be living in Beverly Hills. We did not <laughs> touch that potato gun again. That scared the hell out of both of us. We almost took him out. It's just, why would anybody oh, man, give us a potato gun? Seriously. And so you were talking about how the show, you just did stupid stuff. Well, that was probably the stupidest thing. Yeah, that was pretty stupid. <laughs> Almost killing you. Well, listen. But, no, honestly, guys, I am so fortunate to get to uh, work with you guys. I mean, I, I feel that way every day. Well, Scotty, listen, thank you. Uh, as we said, friend, uh, family member. Uh, there were many uh, people that worked with us on the program that we would have loved to have spoken to but couldn't. And you were with us for many, 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 many years. And thank you for the time. Those of you that want to see the best car chases, if you know there's one, <laughs> go to KABC Television and watch the king yep. of the car chase, <laughs> Scott Reif, the Skylord. Well, my contract comes up. I'm going to have you guys negotiate for me. That sounded pretty good. Let us know, bitch. <laughs> we're all for you, man. Scotty, thank uh, you for the time. You guys, thank man. you, Scotty. Appreciate, uh, getting me on. That's awesome. All right, man. Uh, again, we, we didn't have time to talk to everybody, and again, we're remiss, but uh, I, I just want to bring up, uh, we mentioned Frank Sontag, we haven't talked to, but um, um, he was uh, he, he was a great contributor to the program, too. You just loved his laugh. Always supportive. Um, um, uh, I had my list here, but uh, I just feel so bad that we're not... Uh, do you remember Beastmaster Ann? Oh, of course. Okay. Ann Sarusi. Our first producer. Get this, she was working in the promotions office. We were doing very well, but the station couldn't afford a producer. Out of her spare time, she worked in the promotions. She produced our show out of the goodness, no pay, at the beginning. Wow. Out of, right. And to do that, and you're in our Hall of Fame doing all that. Gary, whose show are we now into? This is the Greg Beharrell show now. Sorry, so. Greg. <laughs> uh, we are going to say goodbye here. Uh, it's, uh, how, how do you say goodbye to this? It's a, it's a Mark O'Brien reunion show. We will start off by saying congratulations uh, to uh, KLOS for 50 years of iconic rock and roll radio and so proud that we could be there for, for half of it. No question, and thank you for allowing us to do that. And then uh, this morning we were on with Heidi and Frank, and we're talking about the Mark and Brian in the Hall of Fame, and uh, they said that if there's 
moments where they need you, the listener, for this thing, uh, that they would allow us back on the program. So Laura will keep us all posted. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for all the phone calls and all the many years of enjoying the shenanigans and uh, tomfoolery that we got involved with. So, And, and your amazing uh, response to uh, Laura's uh, Radio Hall of Fame on, on all, all the you know Facebook, Twitter, everything. You, you guys are great, and we miss you. Today has been a blast. I can't believe how fast it went. Mm-hmm. Well, it went too fast. There's still a lot of stuff that we've put on here that we worked our asses off yeah. to put on here. So Sorry. why don't you come back at some point, Deal. finish up, and the door is always open to come back and do this again because you know how fast it went. So please, you're welcome here any time. Oh, well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Gary. We invaded your program. Until next time, we'll see you. And be good humans. Bye-bye.